0: Hello and welcome to the—is this the eighth or the ninth edition? Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, we lose track. Yeah, to the blank edition of the Two Black Too nerdy Podcast. I am your host, Chris.
1: I'm your co-host, Chris.
0: And today we have a special guest with us, um, Ricky. His name—he has a famous—he has a big YouTube channel called uh, Stu Dippin'. Um, Ricky, do you want to introduce yourself and uh, tell us a little bit about yourself?
2: Yeah. So my name is Ricky. I have the YouTube channel called Stu Dippin', where I have been posting. Uh, my nerdy musings uh, since consistently since around 2011, um, but I'm an OG YouTube account that started in 2005. Okay,
0: wow, alright, yeah.
2: Yeah, and uh, yeah, so I do that, I also uh, co-host the uh, Flashback Flix Retro Movie Podcast, uh, where me and my buddy Grayson, we talk about old movies, because it's cheaper than a movie ticket. <laughs> so That's
1: okay. true.
2: It's a a lot of fun. So we review old movies, see how they hold up over time, uh, come up with different games to, like, make old movies feel new. So uh, also do that.
0: All right. And uh, the question we always ask any guests on our podcast, we always ask you, um, when did you first identify or realize you were a geek slash a nerd? And what were the first things from your childhood that you, what what were the first geeky things that you were really into uh, growing up? Um, For me it was Yu-Gi-Oh For Chris I I
1: mean I I was I was born in it You were (laughs) born Okay
2: (laughs) No yeah man Yu-Gi-Oh for me That takes I have some cards Around yeah I got some Yu-Gi-Oh cards Like right here Um, Yu-Gi-Oh was uh, Huge for me So I'm a 90's kid So The I feel like Being a nerd And like Embracing that Wasn't like a thing Until like the early To mid 2000's um, because, like, I, I don't think I, like, identified as that until, like, maybe, like, I don't know, 2007 or 8-ish. Okay. Maybe. But, I, but, I, but, like, retroactively, like, everything in my childhood would point to me being a nerd. Um, I actually made a video on YouTube uh, a couple of years ago talking about my fandom lineage. Uh, as a kid, I was really into Garfield, uh, Scooby-Doo, the Looney Tunes pretty much anything on kids wb um but like those are my big fandoms and uh sonic the hedgehog like okay yeah yeah sonic's sonic sonic pretty big
0: for me too yeah i was really yeah.
1: big into the sonic the hedgehog comics when i was a kid yes
2: that was my first comic collection yeah, ever sonic the hedgehog
1: comic. ironically i started off at the end of like one saga and i never got back like the ones before and so i was just, i just always read it and i'm just like what happened before this? <laughs> yeah,
0: those, those Sonic comics, like, they expanded over, like, the baseline plot from the games, like, so much. Like, there were so many just, like, comic-exclusive characters and, like, mm-hmm. events and whatnot. Because I remember reading the comics when I was younger, and I was like, this has nothing to do, like, I don't understand where this falls, like, with the games. You know what I yeah. mean? And I'm like, who is Sally Acorn? Like, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah no, who Sa- are these Sa- characters? But then I yeah, was like, so- Sally? Sally needs to get into the games because
1: Sally is is, is kind of badass like you know she you know she gets into it
2: alright I'm gonna I'm gonna gonna school y'all a little bit in case you don't know this already so Sally comes from the Saturday morning cartoon Mm -hmm. uh, Sonic Mm -hmm. Sat AM so there were two versions of Sonic there was the Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog and then Sonnet the Hedgehog. Sonnet the Hedgehog aired on ABC. That one is called Saturday AM because it came on Saturday morning. Um, and that one was way darker. Um, and it had, like, this just huge cast of characters. A lot, like, you got Sally Acorn, you got the walrus dude, um, and... The French guy with the sword. And yes! Yeah, 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 Yes! Yeah, uh, and so basically, that was like totally just a complete shift from like the basically like Looney Tunes cartoon version of Sonic the hedgehog with uh, the theme song like da 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 da, 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 da. Uh, Where, uh, what scratch and sniff? I think were the the henchmen uh, for Robotnik. So basically, the Saturday characters were where they drew a lot of the inspiration for the comics because it was way darker. I remember they were like they had like two parters and when people got turned into oh yeah there was this bunny. There was like a half bunny half robot uh, yeah. yeah character. And so anytime someone got like turned into a robot, it was like a huge deal. Like uh Sonic's grandpa, who was basically like their uncle Ben, when he he turned into a robot and Sonic lost it. It was just like a huge emotional kind of thing and so that's where that kind of thing came from. So when I read the comics, I'm like, they're bringing together the two worlds so You got like, and then Shadow showed up eventually in the comics. I'm like, Shadow and Sally, this is crazy.
0: Yeah, we can, Um, we're gonna talk about uh, Sonic Mania a little bit later, but yeah, no I, I remember the Nostalgia Critic he did like a video comparing the two shows like way way back in the day. So yeah, I definitely, yeah. Am, Remember you were talking about, but it's interesting that the show came. So the, those characters were on the sh- on the show before they were in the comic. Okay, because yeah. I didn't, I actually didn't know that. So that's interesting.
2: Yeah, uh, I remember it from my childhood, back in my day. <laughs> yeah.
0: So I think, um, I think next we were gonna go over. Um, I have here a Comic Con highlight. So were there any trailers for any? TV shows or movies or games that really caught you guys attention? Anything you guys are excited for or not excited for? You know,
1: oh, you look at me for not excited for. for. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, A lot
0: of, buzz, lot of negative buzz about uh, Inhumans. So uh, yeah,
1: we got to hit the the big three first. You know, Infinity War, Justice League, then Thor Ragnarok. That's fine. Um, so we've all seen the Infinity War footage. Uh, I wish they would have released it outright. I wish they would have released the Black Panther footage. From what I heard, it was just spectacular. But yeah, I I, I
0: didn't think we we're gonna get Infinity War, but I'm surprised it was like nothing for Black Panther yeah. besides like the panel they had. Mm-hmm. Cause that movie, I mean, it's coming out next well, February. February. 16th. Yeah, during Black History Month. Yeah, it's February. I I
1: I think it's hilarious that it's coming out during Black History Month, but I'm also sort of mad.
0: I just I don't know I have no idea like did they do that on purpose oh you know they did that on purpose oh
1: absolutely like at this point you know they did it on purpose yeah (laughs) but with Infinity War footage um you know I was I you know you saw like a Black Panther fighting you saw you know uh, Captain America doing his best snake impression um (laughs) you know so it, it, it was pretty good like the you know seeing Thanos throw comets was uh, pretty cool, uh, even though he, like... That, that. that
0: footage, it's not 100% done, though, right? It's, like, pre... Yeah,
1: it, it's pre that is production. It's
0: pre, okay, yeah, because I... As, that's what I thought, because I'm, like, watching, like, the leak trailer on YouTube, and it's, like, you know, I'm, like, is that Iron Man? You know, I have to, like, squint a little bit, but that was cool, yeah, definitely.
1: I enjoyed it, um... The one thing, like, I was talking to you guys about before the podcast, Thanos doesn't have his crown on, which I think is just weird.
0: I do think it's, it's weird. really weird. Because like, doesn't he always have it, most of the time? Yeah,
1: except for when he, you know, is, you know, taking hiatus from being Thanos, and he fixes his own death.
0: Okay, okay. I
1: mean, he has, like, a six- or seven-finger forehead. Like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> so distracting. Just be like, I'd be cracking jokes at you, because you're <laughs> you got, <we're> threatening me. <laughs> you.
2: He... <laughs> He takes his helmet off. Boy, let me get into this. Yeah.
0: No, I thought I, I do. Th- I thought he was more threatening with the helmet on. I was one thing. and We talked about this before. I was a little disappointed there was like no Thanos in like Guardians Two.
1: Yeah, they told James Gunn no, and I'm like. They,
0: That's- and it was like because they had this whole like side story with like Gamora and her sister like rekindling, and I'm like we could have because they talked about like that like Thanos used to make them fight and all that kind of stuff, and you could have yep. put him in like a flashback. Yep. You know, of him making the two sisters fight and, like, all that kind of stuff. Because I wish, like, we knew a little bit more about him before jumping into Infinity War. Right.
2: Yeah, they could have pulled, like, some, even some ominous, like, Fire Lord Ozai flashback. Yeah. Like, how, like, they don't completely show him, but they just show him, like, in action. You know that he's, like, a big deal. Yeah, like they they could have done at least more to at least allude to him,
1: right? Or even just you know have his voice in there for like thirty seconds, like saying that, you know doing his best Emperor Palpatine. Good. <laughs> yeah, 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 I mean, um, and it's the more I think about Guardians, the more disappointed I am in how they didn't really build anything. Like it was a standalone film, which I get, but it was only a standalone film because they said you can't really do that, and then you. I'm still mad Adam Warlock is not in Infinity War. I'm still mad about yeah, that. Yeah, he's, he's Guardians mm-hmm. 3, I guess, right? Yeah, he's going to be the villain Whenever that comes 3. out. But, you know, I just... It makes me think that Aven- Infinity War... So, Avengers 3 is going to be Thanos collecting everything. Everybody coming together. He kills everybody. And then Doctor Strange and Spider-Man, like... You know... You think Spider-Man will time. be standing... Well, so what I've seen is a picture from, it was a, a picture that someone took while they were um, doing the special effects. And you see uh, Spider-Man and Doctor Strange, and Doctor Strange is like, you see it's like in one of those other dimensions, like when he was traveling those and he threw all the multiverse and something like that, mm-hmm. and it's like, we have to b- go back, we have to bring them back, was the caption on it. Was like it? In, like it on the mm-hmm. photo itself, not huh. like not like the Instagram caption, like it was subtitles. So okay. that's what makes me think that's going to happen. I mean, they have to go back in time somehow anyway, because everybody has to die in Infinity War. But I just think that I was like, you could have built it up a little bit more, so then we could have got a bit more of story in Infinity War instead of let's we got to play catch up.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm surprised. Like they have so many people in there. I'm just. I just don't know. Yeah, I, I have no idea how. I'm. I, I wonder about the pacing. I guess. Hmm. With I feel like all the stuff that has to happen. But um, you want to talk about uh, Justice League for a minute?
1: Uh, I'll let, let other people start off on Justice. You'll League. You let me start I off on Justice it. League. So um,
0: <laughs> you know, I okay. The trailers look pretty good. I know there's a lot of drama right now because like. Joss Whedon had to take over, and they had to do a lot of reshoots and stuff like that. Apparently,
1: those reshoots are all a part of Zack Snyder's plan.
0: So they're like, okay, because cause there's, like, drama, like, about, oh, is this going to change how, like, the original move, ending for the movie they didn't like, and now they're changing it, and I'm just like... Like, I don't... Yeah, because this is, I mean, Wonder Woman was good, but, like, Justice League succeeding, I think, is definitely going to decide the future of like what they're doing with dc movies after this because they have no idea
1: i think D- they do it's just not following marvel's plan and that you know makes people feel a little uneasy because you know marvel had this we where like we're like origin movie origin movie origin movie origin movie Well, marvel movie had like a list
0: marvel always comes up with like a list of everything that they're doing right and they only change it like slightly, every once in a while. With DC, you just hear, like, rumors are like, there's gonna be a Gotham City Sirens, and, oh, they wanna do a Batman solo movie with Deathstroke, yeah. or well, now, okay, they wanna do a Joker origin movie. It's like, alright, well, like, what are you guys doing? But I think they're yeah. building
1: a multiverse, because with... Yeah, the Joker
2: movie's not gonna be in the the continuity.
1: Yeah. Is it not? Okay. Yeah, because with bringing um, you know, Side so soon, the ultimate linchpin, is and having Flashpoint being the Flash movie, the ultimate Lynchman is doing a Crisis on Infinite earth.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they could. That would be interesting. Yeah, yeah the Flash movie supposed to be Flashpoint. I'm like, all right. No, I'm
1: okay with that because season three of the Flash did that no justice. Yeah, so. yeah, they, <laughs> they kind of dropped the ball. Pun in intended.
2: That. No justice. Sorry, I'm yeah. a sucker for puns.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I liked the trailer. Um, I thought it was good. Uh, I, I remember I showed it to my mom, and when Steppenwolf came down on uh, on the, on Themyscira, she was like, "Oh snap!" She was just like, "Who is this taking on the Amazon?" I was like, "Oh God!" I was like, "Mom, I'm proud of you. You know, your nerve side <laughs> showing." Uh, but yeah, and uh, Wonder
0: Woman has not been back.
1: Uh, yeah, since I'm, she
0: left in her movie.
1: Yeah, and apparently there is the. When the demons and Steppenwolf attack the mascara, it is a huge battle. It's not like we're just going to see it for, like, five seconds. We're actually going to get a good clip of the movie. Seen, well, not a good clip, but a good scene, scene like, a huge battle, which okay. I am all for.
0: Yeah, uh, okay. Yeah. Ricky, you have any thoughts on uh, Justice League at all? Oh, Oops. yeah.
1: I...
2: See, I it's interesting because it really looks like Marvel came in with their phase one. Like, they made like way back in the day, even before Disney bought them and Avengers could actually be a thing. They said, Listen, we want to do this thing right, we want to build out this world. They went in with Iron Man and phase one in mind. Whereas, it feels like DC is like trying to like copy off of Marvel's notes, like while Marvel is finishing their test. It's just like, uh, and uh, uh, Justice League, the. And Wonder Woman and Flashpoint. Yeah, here's our thing. Like, I don't think it's, like, as planned out as Marvel has. Because, like, Marvel, like, they've been hitting us hit after hit after hit after hit. And then they built up to it. So I feel like Justice League, like, they they don't even have hit. Like, Man of Steel was, like, kind of okay. And Batman v. Superman was... eh, But Wonder Woman was it.
0: Controversial, yeah. <laughs> to say the least. See, yeah, yeah we,
2: but then Wonder <laughs> Woman, they're like, yes!
0: Yeah, like, Wonder Woman, I think, was their first movie that I think, like, people legitimately point at and they go, okay, that was a good movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everything else was controversial, you know. I, I think you say controversial at best. And, I mean, we me and Chris, we've had, the, we've had the BVS debate a number yeah. of times, you know.
1: I think, yeah, but I, in my opinion, Iron Man... Is still my favorite Marvel movie. I think it's their best one. Shortly followed by Winter Soldier. Like Winter Soldiers is just like right there. Really, the first mm-hmm. Iron Man. Yeah, because with Iron, with that one, unlike any of the other Iron Man movies and really any other Marvel movies, I felt for Iron Man. There was heart there. It paced yeah, well. That's true. There were you know there are mistakes as there are in any movie, but it was. It was a good movie, and I could see, you know, where he was trying to come with his path to redemption and everything like that. And
0: it was the first movie, like Iron Man, like they still use the Iron Man formula in their other movies which I to this don't day, like. which is yeah, which is <laughs> some of the complaints that people have about Marvel. Like Doctor Strange was Iron Man with magic.
1: Yeah, well, Doctor Strange <laughs> was Iron Man on drugs, and Ant Man was Iron Man on crime. So it you know like you you had the formula yes but you still have to trick out the wheel at least you know don't reinvent it but trick it out a little bit
2: yeah um, ask a spinner or something
1: yeah what i one of the things we talked about when we had our batman versus superman debate i was like if you're comparing it to the marvel universe man of steel is iron man batman versus superman is iron man 2 and there are a lot mm. of parallels between Iron Man 2. And if you're going to put up Batman vs. Superman vs. Iron Man 2, Batman vs. Superman is going to win 10 times out of 10. Hmm. Because, you know, like with Iron Man 2, you cut back on Iron Man to introduce more people into the universe. It was really, you know, the plot was sort of like, eh, with the whole villain and everything and too many villains and things like that. And then you had the same thing with Batman vs. Superman. You got less Superman, more Batman. It was controversial in the hero choice. And then you had this villain's plan that was sort of, eh, which, you know, watch the Ultimate Edition, it's fleshed out. But hmm.
0: So, yeah, so what your argument is pretty much saying is that, like, Marvel took time to kind of get stuff going, and yeah. Iron Man 2 was their second movie and was definitely, like, not the best. So what you're saying is that, you think that people should give the DC movies yeah, give it time, time to kind of find like what their niche is, which and I mean... Let's not
1: talk about Suicide Squad.
0: Well, Suicide Squad is, yeah, we'll, we'll leave that I one mean, on. Suicide
1: Squad was, what was the third? Was the next movie? Well, technically you have the Incredible Thor. Hulk. No, oh, well, the Incredible really Hulk, count, yeah. That. So, uh, you're yeah. comparing Thor to Suicide Squad, I'm like, but Thor, I don't see, you know, we'll talk about Ragnarok in a, in a few minutes, but with Thor, like, I feel like you can't really make a good, like a you know really good I think with Thor I mean I honestly do think with the Thor movies they're doing
0: the best they could I mean mean, my complaint was the first one was that we were on Earth too much and we should have been in Asgard more in the first one and the second one I thought that the villain they picked was really weak and everybody who was there was there for Loki well, yeah, in yeah, the second Thor oh, movie. Well, does anyone remember Thor was, the Thor two movie villain? The villain Malakiss was was Christopher weak, Eccleston.
1: But, yeah, he was he was That's weak, it. but he was only in there for like ten minutes. Yeah, well, yeah. And, so, and he
2: wasn't, and he was just like the villain was just like it could have been anyone. Yeah. Like if you would have told me it was a a putty monster made by Rita Repulsa, yeah. I yeah, probably yeah, yeah. would have <laughs> believed you. Like it was just like such a like cookie cutter villain, just like. This villain doesn't like you, and he wants to destroy stuff because he's a villain. I guess like that was it.
0: Yeah, no, I mean people, like I said, people, were, people were there for Loki, but I guess we can transition to talking about Thor Ragnarok. There, there's a lot of hype around this movie more than I feel like other Thor movies have had. I know where people are excited for the Hulk being in it. People like uh, Tessa Thompson as a Valkyrie, and. Um, yeah, I, I just... I don't know. Like, this movie, I feel like it's going to be different than the other Thor movies.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, I think they figured out the, that Thor, much like Iron Fist, in my opinion, is best when working with a team. Um, I feel like the Thor solo films... with the. I think the first one wasn't bad. I also went in with pretty low expectations. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. like, I thought the first one was, like, good. But then you put Thor and the Avengers and, like, A plus Thor, you mm-hmm. showed up, you contributed gold star and then dark world happens and it's just like no all right thor uh i guess you're here i guess we needed this information because an infinity stone is here but like again like i think we spent too much time um on earth with stakes that didn't feel um too yeah too, too real but like you have ragnarok which already looks like we are not going to be on Earth. Like if we are going to be on Earth, it doesn't look like we're going to be there for long because we get to explore space and other planets and like other creatures and like th- the Hulk is kind of a nod to World War Hulk. I'm just like this is this is great. Yeah, this is everything that people have been wanting from a Thor movie. Yeah, I think for a while.
1: So, my, my, uh, about the, the whole traveling, what i what I guess, what I've gotten from everything that's come out so far and what people have been talking about is the only time it's on Earth is, I think, in the very beginning when Thor is talking to Doctor Strange. Yeah, Doctor Strange is going to be in either he goes back because Asgard is under attack or he goes back to Asgard and then it gets under attack. And then... He loses the hammer. Right, which, whoop-de-doo. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, you know, I, 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 I'm here with, I'm here for Thor with a battle axe. Um, so then you have, you know, Planet Hulk, which, like, I'm more excited for Ragnarok than I was for Spider-Man Homecoming, but that's really pretty much because of the whole Planet Hulk part. We're,
0: we're getting the Spider-Man Homecoming a little bit later, but yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm gonna see it. Yeah, I'll probably, I mean, I'll probably enjoy it. I mean, I'm it, always gonna see it. But I don't, there hasn't been a Marvel movie that I've really been excited for outside of Guardians of the Galaxy 2 since... Yeah, Civil War sort of broke me for Marvel. Oh, really? Because I love the the comic book. I love the Civil War comic book. And the fact that they couldn't... I feel like they didn't translate that well to the screen. Mm. But then also yeah. people love Zemo so much. They're like, he's the best villain ever. I'm like, you make me so angry.
0: <laughs> I like the airport <laughs> fight scene. Yeah, Man. Oh,
1: the airport fight scene is cool because, like, you know, let's be real, seeing heroes duke it out is always awesome.
2: Oh, it's the best. I think the thing for me, I love Civil War and in fact, like, for me, like, as far as Marvel movies rank for me, Cap is in the top three for all of them. It's, okay. like, it's uh, Winter Soldier... Civil War. I enjoy uh, Civil
0: War a lot too. Chris and I were kind of like the good cop, bad cop when it comes to <laughs> that kind
2: of stuff. So, oh yeah, because yeah, like Civil War, I think, in my opinion, Civil War is a better Avengers movie than Age of Ultron. I thought Age yeah. of Ultron was oh, yeah. so disappointing. I'm just like, but but you did, you know, the other movie you made, right? You know how to do this right, but then I that's why I like Civil War the most. But like, um, yeah, I, uh, gosh, I. I thought that the coolest thing about Civil War is just that, like, it finally had the same kind of comic book conflict that happens within the characters. Like, everyone... I like the whole, like, disassembled part of the storyline where people had to, like, figure out, like, hey, well, now that, like, superheroing is a thing... How do we do this best? Because, like, if they would have done, like, Civil War, uh, like, the comic series, it would have had to basically replace Infinity War. Just Mm because it's so massive.
1: Yeah. Um, I I sort of wish, though, that Civil War was their, like, Avengers 3, you know, mm -hmm. instead of Infinity War. Because at that point, you know, you could introduce more heroes into it and then you can sort of build up to it more because Civil War is such this this defining point in Marvel history. I like, even if since they've retconned it, they still talk about it, um, the yeah. effects of it. And, um, you know, so th- that would have been all good, you know. But uh, Avengers 2, what disappointed me most about that movie was James Spader because I'm a huge mm. James Spader fan mm-hmm. and he was great as Ultron until they made him Tony Stark.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like, my my big thing is that, like, you you look at the movies, and I think the coolest thing about the first Avengers movie is that the heroes could not take on the villain themselves. Mm-hmm. They couldn't. They just couldn't. They had to not only come together as a team, like, strength-wise, but they had to use each other's strengths and strategy in order to beat the villain. Mm-hmm. But Ultron, it, it, they were just like, all right, we're just going to fight a whole, a whole bunch of robots and I guess we can just take him down. Like, it didn't seem like he was a challenge. Like, when Cap was fighting Ultron one-on-one, and he's just like, hey, this is really easy, you guys. Like, the fact that Bucky put up a better fight than Ultron didn't yeah. make a yeah. bit of sense to me. I'm just like, "What? Well, you're fighting a robot, a robot that knows every single one of your moves, has all the information on like how to like take you down, and you're just like, ah, this is just like sparring. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense to me. This is so inconsistent.
1: Right, and then he randomly can like pull up the ground and things like that. I'm like, why isn't that explorer? Why is that power here for like two seconds? It's like yep. the exploding people in Iron Man three. Yeah, I mean, well, none of it makes sense. Well, they wouldn't yeah.
0: have won if they didn't have vision.
1: Because
0: right. it, it was also like, well, Ultron can literally be anywhere And it was also more of like, okay, he's like a program He can go in the internet and literally be anywhere Like, your, to- your toaster can strangle you and kill you Like, they did not explore that nearly as much as they could have
1: Right, they could have brought him back in Phase 5, you know, you know yeah, yeah These Avengers are gone, but you have these ones now like I want to see Black Panther take on Ultron. That would be dope. Like I want to see oh, like for real?
0: I want to see someone like be attacked by their like alarm clock or something. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. So, I I totally get what you guys mean. Were there any other? There are a lot of. There's a lot of shows coming out this fall superhero wise. Um, a lot of people... A time to be alive. A lot of people are disappointed <laughs> with it. A lot of people are uh, afraid for uh, Inhumans, which I guess is going to come out <laughs> in IMAX, yeah. or like the first two episodes are going to. Yeah. I just... Yeah. I, I don't know what to think about it. I have no idea.
1: I mean, I'm not going to a movie theater to watch it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was like...
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: So, I, I... I don't know a lot about Inhumans. I first heard about them in um like in like a comic that i was reading in uh miss marvel um because i think like her origin is like miss marvel is an inhuman um and so like that was kind of like my first introduction to the inhumans Mm -hmm. um and then i saw this trailer and poor everyone (laughs) who like i i'm sure that they were like yo this will be great like Cause like Medusa does, like she has a hair thing, like she has sentient hair. Yeah. And drawing like sentient hair is can be cool, but like, man, like this is this is like the whole argument that I think people make for like why when the X Men movies were around, like, hey, why don't you put the X Men in like bright yellow and blue suits, like like comic accurate? Like, why don't you put Wolverine in like a comic accurate suit? Because it'll look ridiculous, This'll absolutely look ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they they can try to put like nods to it like hey we'll put like these accent colors in here but like we have to make it look believable to like that human beings would wear this and not like comics and I feel like they just probably should have gone with something completely different because I I don't even even know what the fix is but it it doesn't look
1: great. The wig looks absolutely horrible. Like when I first saw the uh, pictures for him like she looks like Miss Adams from the Adams family, just with orange
0: <laughs> hair. That's pretty. That's pretty accurate. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Like Marvel, they've got a lot of stuff come down the pipeline. They've got like Cloak and Dagger. Yeah, yeah, and they're doing like a they're they're doing like an X Men show, like Gifted or something. Mm-hmm.
1: But that's not a part of the movie it's universe, not. which doesn't make sense because they're using the same actress that um that makes the portals as they did in Days of Future Past, and I'm like. Are they?
0: Yeah, she's in it. Blink, yeah, blink. Yeah, she's in it. I'm like, why is it not connected? Then it would have (laughs) been fine. No, well, I'm gonna keep it real. I mean, the X Men movie, like the continuity, is such a mess. I, I just honestly just want to get reboot of the whole thing. To be honest, especially after Logan, I'm like, can we just? Yeah,
2: I think they should do. I think they should do what they've been doing with Spider-Man and just like reboot it and call it like Uncanny X-Men and it's just like a completely different storyline or it has a different jumping on point. Like, hey, this is like a post-apocalypse um, storyline. Like one of my favorite X-Men comics is New X-Men mm-hmm. um, because it basically was what heroes should have been—the mm-hmm. heroes of the TV show. Fart. Because, it, oh gosh, oh man. <laughs> So, basically, what they did in New X-Men, the big storyline was like, okay, great, this is after the Phoenix saga, except instead of Phoenix Force destroying Jean Grey, she actually has control over the Phoenix Force. And so, this whole premise of the storyline is that um, he, like mutants are the next step in evolution. like It is the proper next step. And so, they follow these different storylines of like, oh, well, now... Uh, mutants are being hunted, and like their mutant abilities are being extracted so that they people can get like implants. Like they say, "Hey, you want to fly? Here's some wings, and it'll like be coded into your DNA, and you'll be able to fly." And like X Men have to go in and investigate that, or like different things. Like, oh, like Xavier's crazy sister is like trying to retake over the world, and she's like magneto but times 10 when it comes to like the eliminate all human uh kind of plan but like i was like this is amazing like i read like five volumes of that and it was so solid but it like took the continuity that people oh another cool thing is that beast was, like, regressing more into an animal. Like, instead of him just, like, having that, like, he's, like, turning more and more into an animal so he has to, like, keep that in check. I'm like, this would be so good in a movie. So if they were to, like, do something like that and, like, have a different kind of multiverse, basically, with the X-Men universe, I think that it would be amazing.
1: Yeah, one of the things that I like about the new X-Men, they sort of fix the, like, glaring plot hole that is why do people hate mutants but love superheroes? Because at the same time, like, The only difference is, and even for some of them, is they're born with powers. Instead of getting them later. Right. And so I'm just like, that doesn't make sense. Like, it made sense back in the 60s because it was pretty much just a comparison between, you know, having Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. It was just like, hey, black people. Why don't we like them? (laughs) Um, You know, so it was just like, you know, it it doesn't make sense in today's really, in time, you know, where you have all these other other superheroes. And all these, and things like that. So, um, yeah, I just, I love Deadpool's comedy. It's just like, which one, McAvoy or Stewart? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's
0: just like, oh, it's confusing. But they're, um... Uh, What do you think,
1: uh, Josh Brolin as Cable? You see that picture? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. I was like... I mean,
0: Cable, like, his his origin is such a mess, like, as it is. I yeah. really hope in Deadpool, like, they just don't explain it, like, at all. Or they make a joke about it. Or
1: pull a joker, like, in uh, The Killing Joke, you know. I prefer my past to be multiple choice.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, Cable, hey, where are you from? He's like, don't worry about it. It's too long to explain. Because it is.
1: Or, no, have someone else, uh, have, like, Domino asked it, and then have Deadpool just be like, I need more screen time in my movie. Yeah,
0: yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. i like, you could literally, I mean, Cable could have his own movie. Mm. He could have his own TV show because his, his origin is just like, so there was a clone of Gene Grant. It was just like, just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I need.
1: I do need a Thanos joke in um, Deadpool, though. Yes. Just yeah. like how they were, you know, winking in Legends with Brandon Routh. was like, I think she looks like my cousin. Like, I need something like that. Yeah. Like, have yeah, you ever done purple?
0: I mean, it's Deadpool. It'll be funny. Yeah. Like, I like the I like the first Deadpool. I think they're just gonna build off that. They'll probably have more money this time too, because yeah. the first one did so well for rated R movie. So, um, any other? I'm trying to think of any other Comic Con stuff. Um, we we can save the CW stuff for another, probably another podcast when closer when those shows are coming out. I don't want to talk about the CW.
1: I'm so disappointed.
0: Yeah, I just yeah. Um I'm trying to was there any any other shows announced at Comic-Con really um
2: I know they talked about I mean this is pre like Defenders is now out yeah. and already done. they were talking about Defenders.
0: Defenders is on it's on the list after uh, Spider-Man. Defenders. Mm. So we can uh if you guys want to we can talk about Spider-Man Homecoming for a yeah. little bit and then go to Defenders.
1: Alright, so what would would you guys rate Spider Man homecoming? Out of ten. I'd give
2: it a seven or eight.
0: I was gonna say that yeah, seven or
1: eight. I gave it a seven and a half, seven, seven and a half because I it was good. I enjoyed it, but I didn't like really enjoy it. Like I didn't want to go back and go see it like next weekend or something like that. I'm like, I'm good uh, with seeing it once. I liked it and better than giving it when it comes I to it. I
0: liked it better than the uh the amazing it's- Spider Man movies, both of them. I like Amazing
1: Spider Man the one, the first one. And so in my mind, it's Spider Man Two with uh, Tobey Maguire, um, Amazing Spider Man One. Yeah, Tobey Maguire, I don't, I don't, I wonder if he knows he's like one. on this
0: pedestal. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine like because he has, he doesn't really do much anymore. Right. I can just see him just like in like a one bedroom apartment. Just he has no idea that people still love him for those early Spider Man movies. I
1: need him to be Uncle Ben. Yeah, all and I I need, need Andrew Garfield to be the robber that kills him. They oh. need to do that. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, even Tom Holland says he wants that. He wants. Yes. Yeah. And I was just like, please do it. It would be so great. All I want is. To...
2: Side thing. This is just a thing that ever since that, um, Sony's like, okay, you know, we'll will we'll we'll have shared custody of Spider-Man between us and Marvel. Ever since they did that, I said, all I want is for them to expand the Spider Verse. And one of the Spider-Men from another universe is Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield, and like maybe he's like Ben Riley Spider-Man or whatever. I don't care. That's all I want. Yeah. Continue.
0: <laughs> it would no. I I I want that too. I just don't know. I, I feel like they could get Andrew Garfield because he's still dust up. But like I just he like
1: he just, just want a paycheck. Toby Maguire's
0: <laughs> like, oh, I've gotten work. Yeah. Like, I yeah. would
1: probably cl- cry of laughter during that <laughs> scene in the
0: movie. Like, I'd probably have to get escorted out because yes. I'm laughing so hard. Did you see oh, they that asked would be a uh, Kirsten Dunst about uh, Spider-Man Homecoming? And she's like, "Do we make the best ones.
1: I didn't see that. Kirsten Dunst is so relevant to my life.
0: I know. she like, yeah. I mean, she's she's like, I'm done with old movies
2: yeah here's my thing like for me like even though i give it like a seven or eight i absolutely love spider-man homecoming Mm -hmm. because i feel like the way i've always seen the other spider-man movies is that each spider-man series has been a half of a whole i feel like the peter parker or the uh i'm blank on his name so toby mcguire spider-man is, like, one of the quintessential versions of Peter Parker. He, they tell a fantastic Peter Parker sport, story. Tobey Maguire is not Spider-Man. That's he it. can't do quips. He's too nasal. He's like, oh, hey, hey, am I, am I late? Like, he you just know. he, does, he yeah. doesn't do quips well. Uh, Andrew Garfield, he's got the quips. Like, he does Spider-Man so well. He has, the, like, <laughs> the body language. I love Amazing Spider-Man 2 solely for just the amount of time that we had him, like... Grabbing on to, like, fire, uh, like, running, uh, like, fire trucks and, like, the amount of time that he was swinging through the city. I'm just Mm -hmm. like, yes, this is Spider-Man. And Homecoming blended the two so So well. So you have a,
0: yeah, you have a good Peter Parker and a good Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Like, when he, like, when he got out of that car and the the villains were just, ah, top notch. When he got out of the car and he said to Liz... I'm sorry, I gotta go, and he started booking it in that hallway, and he's got his old costume out, I'm, I'm in the, I'm just standing up, just like, yes, like, Ghost Spidey, yes, because like, that's what I, I think that they did that part really, really well, uh, the, the only thing I would have wanted more of, uh, funny enough, is less of Iron Man, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I, I wish he didn't show up as much as he did just because I wanted I wanted to see Peter handle more things on his own. Mm-hmm. Um, but for what it was, that's why I would give it a seven or eight because yeah. I, I, I really liked it.
0: I, yeah, I mean, a lot of people say that. I mean, I think a lot of people like Spider-Man to be poor, you know? Like, that's a part of, like, why people like him because he's the guy's, like, he's struggling, you know, it, makes, it helps make him relatable. And I think a lot of people were afraid that the Iron Man, you know, the Iron Man helping him out would, like, take away from that. Now, I did like the Iron Man took away his suit and he had to do the final battle mm-hmm. and his, like, you know... And his his like, cosplay of himself. His <laughs> cosplay of himself. I I did enjoy that, but I do, I do kind of agree with you that, like, having Iron Man in it kind of took some of, like, a bit of the threat away because you're like, oh, well, you know, Iron Man might help out, you know? So I kind of... I kind of... I, I get what you're saying with that.
1: So... With that part with the Iron Man portion so the movie was originally for Nick Fury as he was supposed to be the mentor at, uh, a la the Ultimate Comics and yes. then they you know they're like ah well if Robert Downey Jr. wants to we'll get him and he did and so they'll like do it that way but I I mean it makes sense that Iron Man would be a mentor to Spider-Man it, it makes sense they sort of hinted that, that at the end of the Ultimate Comics before they killed Peter Parker right. um but, you know, yeah, a little bit less Iron Man. Um, Vulture, I like the Vulture. They actually toned him down a little bit. He was supposed to be more ruthless. And I was like, I was really looking forward to that. I still think he was good. He was relatable because, yeah. you know, and I think that's good a good. The blue-collar villain, villain yeah. Yeah, I, you know, I'm for that. Um, uh, I loved Zendaya. She was great for her, uh, you know, sort of like her quippiness and her, like, like her sarcastic nature. I wonder how yeah. much
0: she was in the movie. Zendaya, she was she was getting like all the attention, but like she's not in the movie like that much in like right. small scenes. But when she is there, no, Zendaya was funny. I did I like the twist with uh, Michael Keaton being Liz's Liz, dad. I, like that's uh, a great way of like using race to divert, you know, to change the audience's perception. Because you're like, I guess I could be her dad. Like I guess she could be biracial.
1: I when you know rumors were going again was that she uh, that he was going to be. Zendaya's character's father, and I was and like... I liked that the rumors oh, were wrong, too. Yeah, I liked that, too, and so then, you know, going in, then I was just like, oh, wait, no, it's gonna be, and then it was him, and I was yeah. like, okay, that's... No, because I
0: remember, like, when I was watching the movie, like, when he opens, when Michael Keat opens the door, when he's, you know, about to take her, yeah, you know, about to take her out, the whole audience is like,
1: <gasps> "Yeah, oh, yeah, like, there. That, I'm that like, all, all right, money. they did a good sure. job. The car scene, though, was great. That yeah. was great. Like, Dude I know, pulled
2: a but, gun out of his glove Listen, boy, just like, oh snap!
1: Yeah, and uh, so that was that was a great scene. Great acting by both. You know, he's just like trying to be awkward. The daughter's just like, oh, you're just scaring him. But he was like, no. Because
0: they're um, all well, they're all well. They're both trying to figure each other out at the same time, and right. then Liz is just oblivious to everything that's going on.
1: Right. Um. The one thing, though, that going into Homecoming was, like, I'm sort of tired of seeing a high school Spider-Man. Like, I want to see college Spider-Man and adult Spider-Man. This is Spider-Man the best high school
0: Spider-Man they've done. Yeah, but
1: we haven't gotten to really an adult Spider-Man yet, because, you know... Well, uh,
0: that's, like, a whole different era, yeah. I mean, there's, like, college Spider-Man, is like, adult Spider-Man.
1: We didn't even really get college Spider-Man all that well, no. because, you know, we got that a little bit in Spider-Man 2 and 3... Uh, and Amazing Spider Man 2 was like the summer before he would have started college, but we saw nothing about that. Um, so, I mean, you know, just a more adult Peter Parker because honestly, you know. Because people were complaining about how Flash was, you, wasn't was this big jock, but he was still a bully, you know? It was like, yeah, because those are bullies in today's day and age. Well, they're, they're doing, not the, new, really, they're doing you know,
0: the new age style bully, like the smart, rich.
2: Cyber bully kind of thing. Smart, yeah, 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 rich, cyber yeah. bully.
1: Yeah, because I'm just like, you know, you don't really have those really hulking bullies anymore. That's not really a thing. Because, you know. Yeah. It just isn't. So I was just like, eh, it is what it is. But I
0: enjoyed enjoy the movie for what it was.
1: Yeah, even though I cannot see that kid being Agent Venom.
0: I like, but they. One thing I did like is I think if you have been in high school in the past like ten years, they they really tried to do a lot of things to make it accurate. Like I like how his friend he had like acne cream and a retainer, and at one point someone has like a ti eighty four, ti eighty four. I was like, all right, they did their homework. Cause like that is like, oh,
1: the bathroom scene at the end. We're happy. Oh, uh, with the guys the, in that... the, the Asian kids just like.
0: He just looks at them and. Leaves. Oh my god, I, I could not stop laughing.
1: That was fantastic. I
0: wonder how much that extra got paid.
1: I wonder if they just told him. I wonder if they told him anything about that. Or what What if that kid wasn't even an extra? He was just <laughs> in that bathroom. He's
0: yeah. just like. He just looks at them and walks out.
1: Sees uh... cameras, like. Oh.
0: I was That was pretty good.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I actually really like High School Spider Man because here my main my, my main thing because that's when I got into Spider Man. It's just mm-hmm. like I started getting into him in high school. I'm just like, man, this kid like he has, like, he's trying to provide for his aunt. He's broke. Um and but he's trying to have a social life and I think that we spend at least a little bit of time of him in high school and like both of the other reboots but I I want to see more of him here because one of the coolest things about Spider Man especially anytime they do start him out is that the audience grows up with him mm-hmm. um, yeah and 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 that's what I want to be able to do like and I think that's why I really uh liked um. Uh, the second Spider-Man is because, like, I when I first watched Spider-Man Two, like, I was in college at the time. I'm just like, oh man, like Peter Parker's in college. I'm in college. We're both trying to figure this out, man. Like, I think yeah. that that's I think that's fun when you can like grow up with the characters. And um, and I, I want to see just a little bit more of him in high school before they do move on. But yeah. we might, and this is my theory based off of what I've seen from the Infinity War footage. I think that. We if we don't get another Spider-Man movie with Tom Holland, that if they do kill him off in Infinity War, that we'll get Miles Morales, which
1: is well, they they we do, we, do have, we do have a sequel coming, a they, sequel is slotted, they're gonna do one, yeah, but it's and it starts minutes after Avengers Four, like that's Ooh, what they said, supposed, it starts right
0: after, it's supposed to. Cause they they tease Miles in that universe with Donald Glover. Glover's oh, so Donald like, Glover is his Miles. uncle. Cause I didn't catch yes. that first. He's like, oh, I have an uncle who lives around here. Cause he's a uh, his uncle's what, the Prowler.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what he was. Yeah. So they they know they're just they're taking they're planting seeds for hey maybe we'll do it maybe not you know so yeah. that's um
1: so we have to see how Avengers three and four because he is in high school. And mm-hmm. presumably, Iron Man's probably going to be gone, or Cap's going to be gone, or probably. They, they gotta.
0: Well, the thing is that th- those actors don't want to do it forever. Right. And I think I mean, Infinity War has to have some sort of impact. Like we have to lose somebody. You know yeah. what I mean?
1: I think it would. It, if you want to do the bo- bo- If you want to do the most, it would be Iron Man because, um, you know, like that's the people that's the character people love the most. So, uh, that's, that's something you gotta do, um with it, but you gotta see cause in Iron Man 3, at least they, you know address the issue of like, how this world changing event would affect someone. So with Spider-Man Homecoming, you have this teenager that has seen all this death, and if it holds true that he does go back in time, like, he watched people he looked up to, that he loved, die and then he came back, and then he saved them, and so you still have to deal with that, he still remembers all that while everybody else might not so that's a huge thing that you're gonna have to deal with, and you're in high school.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I mean that definitely. Yeah, we'll we'll have to see. I I think they're. I mean they're definitely gonna do a Spider-Man Homecoming sequel. I don't. I mean the thing is I don't really know. I don't know what their plans are after Avengers three and four.
1: Um, you have Captain Marvel. You have Spider-Man: Homecoming two.
0: Um, I mean, well, my theory. My theory is that they would they would get rid of older characters and make the newer characters like more relevant and just cycle them in and out until people stop paying for their movies.
1: Yeah, I, <laughs> from what from what Kevin Feige, 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 whatever however you say it, Feige uh, has said is that after Phase Three, Phase Four, and Five and Six are less structured, which. Huh. But it, that makes me think. I'm like, okay, what storyline are you going to do? Because you don't have the characters for you know a lot of the the things. Like, get Fantastic Four already. Um, you know, I, it's I, it's hard. I, I it, want Doom.
0: Well, I mean, because, I want Doom versus Black Well, the Black funny Panther. thing is that they, I mean, Marvel still is does not have a lot of their. They still don't have the X Men or the Fantastic Four, which means they can't do Doctor Doom and stuff like that. So they that definitely could, they
1: could if they work it out with um, with. Um, so, uh, with Fox if they do something similar like you can establish Latveria and you know you don't need the Fantastic Four because honestly that's what it comes down to is Latveria versus Wakanda and I'm all for that.
0: Yeah. Yeah because th- there, there's still a lot of stories that they can't do without those characters. Right. Because do- I don't even, Doom, I don't even care about the Fantastic Four that much but not having Doctor Doom you know
1: and Galactus and Silver Surfer and
0: Galactus Silver Surfer that, that definitely hurts them in some ways. Yeah. I really think
1: if they, if they ended up doing,
2: this is my theory, if they do end up killing Tony Stark in the, uh, like, for good in the uh, Infinity Wars, that leaves a slot open for, like, a very intelligent, highly advanced, like, brainiac, which makes room for Reed Richards, which, because the, the reason why they don't do Hulk standalone films anymore, I mean, Universal. I, I Yeah, because universal like it's like what mark ruffalo said in that like one interview just like universal doesn't play well with others and so like they want to keep everything so like they license that hulk can be in as many like tie-in movies as you want but standalone is just too much of a nightmare if fox can do a similar deal and they just like listen use the fantastic four in any standalone in any movie universe just like not standalone then you have Reed Richards and uh, the Fantastic Four all in there, and they just start doing, they basically fill in for Tony Stark. Since Tony's gone, they need some high-tech, they need um, a brainiac to like help solve these really big problems, and then all these characters show up in all these other movies. I think that would be the best-case scenario.
1: Yeah, and it, it, when I saw Fan, fan Four Stick... And um, or at least with the the premise of it, where you had all these young kids, I'm like, that would have been great for the MCU because then Tony Stark could have mentored Reed Richards, and it would have made sense because even in the comics, you know, I mean, they switch off between who looks up to who. But you know, you you had all that, um, and then the rest of that movie was awful. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm here for a Doom versus Black Panther thing, and then I want black, I want Storm in Black Panther. Don't call her a mutant. Call her the Wind Rider. I do not <laughs> care because her her, her name in, in Africa was like the Wind Rider and then she was a Kenyan princess and she was the goddess. Call her all those things. Oh,
0: my God.
1: And get her in there. Have I you seen the Storm memes where
0: it's like Black Panther and Storm and there's like a door between them yeah. and they're both like crying? Yeah, it's yeah. It's and sad. they're
1: bringing them back together in the comic books. Thank you, Tana Coates. Uh, I'm here for that.
0: All right, so I want to move on to uh, Defenders. defenders. Yeah, yeah. All right, so
1: Happy Birthday,
0: Defenders.
1: <sighs>
0: let's let, let it, uh, Defenders is kind of a weird show. I, let's do. Let's go with the good and then the bad
1: and then the ugly.
0: And then yeah. All right, so Fingers. what I liked about Defenders, I liked the chemistry between the team. You know, I thought Iron Fist when he was with Luke Cage was better than he was in his own show. Yep. I thought that the chemistry between uh, Daredevil and Jessica Jones was really good. I was not, I was not expecting it. I enjoyed, I enjoyed that. Um, I I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of things I liked. I thought that some of the fight scenes, like the ones when in Midland Circle, were done really well. Like when Iron Fist, when Iron Fist first gets jumped in Midland Circle, and then Luke Cage comes to help him out. Like that was a great fight. Like that was yes. probably Iron Fist's one. Pro- that was that was a better fight than anything he did in his own show, mm-hmm. like by Absolutely. far. I liked them. Yeah, I liked them in the office when they teamed up. I thought all of that was good. I liked Iron Fist like punching Electro. What well, did, did she have a sword or did she have a yeah, side at that point? A sword. Breaking the sword and her going through a wall. Like I thought all that was good. I liked when they were um in the Chinese restaurant and talking for the <sighs> first time. Yeah, I liked when Stick showed up. That was
1: up. my favorite episode
0: when Stick told Jessica to shut up and she just leaves. Yeah, that was just. I, though, yeah, like, episodes three and four, I think, were probably my favorite. I liked when they all tried to, um, fight Iron Fist and, uh, Daredevil and Iron Fist start fighting. I enjoyed that. I liked that, uh, Iron Fist, like, he uses the fist and it, like, knocks everyone. It pretty much knocks everyone out. Like, kind of shows that he has potential, but he's still, like, he's not there yet. So, there were definitely things in Defenders that I liked and I enjoyed. But, um, so, yeah, you can, we can just go around. What did you guys, um, what did you guys like about Defenders, especially, that I'll, stood out
1: to you? I'll let Ricky go before me. Yeah, I
2: agree with so much what you're saying. Yeah, I, I think the strongest thing about the Defenders is just the relationships we, with all the characters. And this is something that I think, um, I think a lot of team-up movies, Justice League, can take note... Is that when you have characters who have a reason to fight for something, that's how you can justify a solid team up. The fact that everyone just ended up in Midland Circle at like the right point in time, and that you got to see, man, I think the best thing was with uh, Luke Cage and Iron Fist going after the same perp and having a different uh, reaction to it. When Luke said, "You're pu- you're trying you're punching a kid." Yeah. You realize, like you you're punching a kid. He's like, Oh, well, they're part of the hand. He's like he's just trying to provide for his mom, dude. Like, mm-hmm. you need to like sure that crime needs to stop, but you need to understand that like I live on their block. I'm just like, Luke preach. Yeah, yeah like yeah. I hey, just,
1: when he came with that privilege, I was like, I'm oh, here was like, for it. I saw it was someone. like three AM and I was ready to share it, but I was like, Oh wait. <laughs> Spoilers.
0: I saw someone I saw someone with a tweet, it said hashtag not all henchmen.
1: Yes. <laughs> Yes. Oh, man. Could you imagine oh, yeah, but- all
0: like, every single henchman <laughs> and, like, all those guys, they all have families, okay? Yeah. Like, I well, think the well, ones in-,
1: in the hand don't. Well, yeah. yeah, but the ones outside it do. I mean, I liked, uh, I agree with uh, a lot of what you guys said. Episodes three and four was my favorite. Um, I liked Daredevil and um, Jessica Jones, their, t- their pairing. Um, Luke Cage and. Uh, Iron Fist together is something that I've, I've wanted since, you know, they an- announced those shows were coming, so I'm like, cancel season two, put them together, give me Heroes for Hire. Dude, um, yes! And then, I really wanted a scene with Misty, uh, Misty Knight, um, Jessica Jones, and Claire Temple all together with Luke Cage. Yeah, they're that like their Eskimo hilarious. sisters. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that
1: would have been so funny. Um...
0: I will also say I definitely liked, I didn't even cut you off, but I definitely liked the first few episodes, how it almost feels like, it almost feels like you're watching four different shows from the way it was shot, from the things, like, they all get to middling circle in their own way, Mm, doing their own stuff, like, okay, Jessica's got a client, and Luke is trying to help this kid out, and Iron Fist is trying to find out more about the hand, and, you know, Daredevil's got a case, like, they all got there in ways that they would in their own shows.
1: Right. Uh, So they did that well. I mean, I episode one was sort of like a flat, uh, ep, uh premiere for me, and like you know you see where all these people are. It was, it was just sort of flat that way, but two really upped it up, and three and four where you know the restaurant scene because the restaurant scene was pretty much a bottle episode, so mm-hmm. that was really good in seeing you know them all interact. And them all uh, come together, and then they started fighting together, and Jessica Jones comes back by throwing the car in there. (sighs) Love that. Yeah. And that was one of the things that I, this is sort of transitioning into the bad, but I feel like they didn't do Jessica Jones really justice with her powers because it's so inconsistent. Because you see her just punching someone and they get knocked out. Okay, then you see her kick someone every once in a while and they go flying. No, she can punch. She can
0: punch people to death if she wanted to. Right,
1: but at this, at some point, she's pretty much Luke Cage except she's not bulletproof because mm-hmm. they don't. They refuse to have her fly in the
0: comics. Yeah, and I was gonna say in the comics she can fly. Right,
1: they refuse to have her fly because it takes away the realism of it. I'm like, she don't have to fly all the time. Just when you know, fly from time to time. Like, oh, I got to get somewhere quickly. Uh, walk, run, or fly. Fly.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, and I guess I could think we can transition the bad if you want. I definitely think, like, with some of the team dynamics, like, okay, so when you write and when you have an ensemble team, everyone on the team is supposed to have a role, right? Mm-hmm. So, in my opinion, like, okay, Daredevil, he's the leader. Yeah. Jessica is supposed to be the smart one. And there were times where, like, Daredevil or someone else was figuring stuff out and Jessica was just hanging out. And I was like, Jessica is, like, a detective. She's supposed to, like... Remember when they were on the... They found the thing in the piano? Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like Jessica should have figured that out. You know? With with
1: the piano thing, it makes sense for Daredevil to figure it out. Well, at least if she was, like, playing it, Mm -hmm. then it would have made sense for Daredevil to figure out because of his hearing. But, yeah, no, I get what you're saying. You know, she was just sort of there.
0: In some cases. And I feel like... And, you know, like... I feel like Luke Cage, you know, Luke Cage is, like, the... He's like the big brother. He's the protector. He's the moral compass. He's the moral. In he's, my the moral he's the moral oh, yeah. compass. I think he's the most like good out of all of them. Like mm-hmm. the most selfless, you know. Mm-hmm. And then, in my opinion, like Iron Fist is the guy who's connected to most connected to like mysticism. You know, he's all he's all he, he should. And this is thing they don't do. They didn't do Iron Fist to me should almost be like the religious one. You know, he's the mm-hmm. one who's seen like dragons and all this stuff. He's the yes. one who sees the bigger. Iron Fist is the one I think who should be the one who sees the bigger global, the bigger global, yeah, the the big bigger picture, global yeah. picture, and kind of be, and kind of almost be the heart. Like if you ever watch like Teen Titans, almost be like the Beast Boy type.
1: Yeah. Yes. Know? Yeah. With, yeah. Well. Yeah. Go, go ahead, Ricky.
2: Well, I was gonna say I I think I figured it out because I was talking on um, a live stream uh, with some other people about the Defenders, and after the live stream finished, I realized Iron Fist needs to be the Avatar. Like, that's, like, I think, and the thing that I think a lot of people don't like about, um, Iron Fist so far is that he's just not likable. Like, I don't want, I, I'm not rooting for him at any point in time until he was in Defenders, because, like, after Luke Cage put him in check, he's like, actually, you know what, maybe I should try this a little bit different. Like, I need to go, like, I am the immortal Iron Fist, I have this duty to do this at the other, but, like, it shouldn't, I don't think it should come from, um... You know him trying to just like i'm being more iron fist that's all i do it's my job but like he should be fighting for people the same way that luke you know fights for people um but yeah i i think that um i think that that's exactly what you're saying like he should have more of that kind of connection because he's never he he just like the avatar he never finished his training mm-hmm. um and he's young And he still has a lot to learn, but he also has a ton of responsibility on his hands, and he needs to, like, grow up while also becoming more centered, you know?
1: Yeah, and that was one of my problems with the Iron Fist season was that, you know, you come back after being gone for, what, 12-something years, something like that, and you're just going to walk up and expect people to know who you are? Like, that doesn't make sense. Like, they made him an idiot. And he's still an idiot in the defenders. He's just, you know, he's very rash. He's very quick. You would think that with the training he did in Kun Lun, he would have gotten some control over his anger. Some control over his impulsiveness. And he doesn't have that, which we saw in when they were fighting. Because it makes sense. If they keep coming after you, hold off until you find out why. Mm -hmm. and still don't fight everybody. Like, you're outnumbered four to one, and they're saying, no, don't do this. Hold up. Let's figure it out.
2: Yeah, like, you know who else was, like, trained for several years, like, to, like, be this weapon? Wonder Woman. And she rolled into Earth with a level head and knew, all right, great, so we're going to battle, right? We're going to battle, right? Yeah. It's time to fight. And then, like, she, like, so... Yeah, I just know... I know it's possible. There are too many other examples to, like,
1: show, like, how they can do that well. Uh, But, yeah. And and so now... And so one of the other things that I... The plot didn't really do it for me towards the end.
0: Well, I was say... I was going to... Yeah, this is going to be in my bad. Some of those fight scenes towards the end were not... It was way too dark. I was like, wait, is that Luke? Wait, is that... And I understand that I think they were probably strapped for time... Because that's mm-hmm. how you, when you don't have time to do like a good fight scene, yeah, you make it dark so and you, you can't see stun doubles, you do a whole bunch of cuts, you know, I was disappointed with that. There was like one part where like with the elevator, where the CGI, they they found out, they, they screenshotted it on Reddit, mm-hmm. it was just super bad. Yeah. Like you literally can see like the green screen. Oh yeah, and where like, we're
2: like oh, <laughs> where old boy fell down from the elevator shaft. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Like the, like, right, like the like, dude at the end of Ninja, part, Ninja Turtles like, okay, 3. Okay,
0: editing this, like. You, you you knew. You know, you know what I mean? You know
1: what it reminded me of? What When I went back maybe a couple years ago and I watched The Phantom Menace and you see Darth Maul falling into the chapter it he gets cut in half and you can see it's CGI. Like later on, like when I was a kid, like I didn't notice that. And that's what it reminded me of. I was just like, whoa.
0: Yeah, it was, it, was, it was jarring.
1: I mean, you know, it, it was one through four. If I would give one through four overall a grade, it would probably be like a seven and a half, eight with, you know, like, uh, three and four being like a seven and a half to a nine in, in that range, and one and two mm. being a six and a half to a seven and a half. But then five through eight, were just it was just like a, a, a six, because I did not feel really threatened by um, Sigourney Weaver's character at all when she fought Electra for like two seconds. Like, that thing was so slow. I'm like, there's no way she's going to be able to keep up. So this is terrible. And then the whole plan like they're going to mine the dragon's bones and to get the material, that's that get the substance, that's fine. But the fact that that's going to cause New York to collapse, I don't agree with because that's not something the Defenders deal with. Well, at least what they were trying to make these Defenders deal with. The other Defenders, the comic Defenders, yeah, that makes perfect sense because they're all about the mystical and the supernatural mm-hmm. and things like that. But these defenders, it would have been made more sense if, like, the Kingpin brought in the hand, and they were taking over the city, and yes. they were doing drugs and human trafficking and everything that they were doing in Daredevil. That would make sense, because that's something that Luke Cage would get into, because they were, try- they were pushing drugs in Harlem or trying to take teenagers mm-hmm. out of Harlem. Yeah. You know, Daredevil, he would have drawn back in because it would have been a case. Jessica Jones, someone's daughter or son, was kidnapped. She's trying to find them. Uh, and Iron Fist, you know, is there because it's the hand and he's trying to defeat them. That would have made sense but I feel like they, with Kingpin being in jail, they're trying to do season 3 with uh, Born Again and that's just gonna like, you're gonna have Daredevil have another knockout season and everybody else is just gonna be good and then okay.
0: Yeah, well I was, yeah, I was gonna say that like I, that my, my bad is that like with the hand, I feel like their plan didn't seem like, okay, it's gonna blow up the city, but it didn't seem as, like, threatening to me as it should have. Because we've had, like, Stick for, you know, two seasons of Daredevil, like, oh, this war is coming. And I didn't really, like, feel that, like, threat. Was, yeah, you know what I war. mean?
2: Yeah, because yeah. Didn't...
1: Right, no, go ahead, Ricky.
2: Well, I was just gonna say, like, the threat was like, hey, these these people are going to be immortal. um Like, they have been. And, and they're going to destroy part of New York by, like, mining these bones. Like, i like... But I remember it being more war Like, I I feel like... Like, yeah, there was just a lot of inconsistencies with uh, how they went about executing like the big bads. I felt like the hand, they, they introduced too many new characters uh, in the hand. Like, okay, great, and now introduced in the hand, starring like three new people who we've never seen before. Mm-hmm. Um... But also they did—they didn't seem that menacing. I feel like Nobu in uh, season one and two of Daredevil, yep. I like, put up more of a fight than like
0: half the hand. Yeah. Then, um, then like what was the name? Like Murakami is supposed to be Nobu's boss, and then they brought back the one guy with the afro from uh, Iron Bak- Fist. Bakudo. <laughs> Bakudo. Yeah. And um,
1: then you had Madame Gao. and so and that was another thing. How come Madame Gao's is the only really old one? Like, Sigourney Weaver's, like, yeah, kind of old, but, like, she's not that old, you know? Like, how come Madame Gao and all, you know, when they were all in Kun Lun was, like, 90 years old, and you're like, you know what? I want to live forever. You're in 90 years old. Why do you want to live in that body? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> like, you know, everybody else, like, you know, Bakudo, um, the African warlord guy whose name starts with an S, and, um... The Nobu's boss, like, it makes sense because they're like 30, 40 Their bodies are still, you know, in their prime, or at least
0: Madame Gal just, yeah,
1: yeah, and she's got unexplained mystic powers that didn't really do anything. So yeah, no, see, Madame Gal heard about
2: the senior discounts and she's hitting up IHOP. She's like, listen, while y'all are out here being young, I'm gonna get my discount.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. I- they did do a good job explaining like why the hand, he- the head of the hand, was white. Because they were all these people from all over the world. They're representing all over. That made, well, it made sense. It didn't make sense of how all these people in like ancient times made it to kunlun Lun. Doesn't make much sense. It's especially, diversity
0: with your villains.
1: Yeah, especially with South America Bakuto. How did Bakuto make it to, from South America to, like, Tibet? I got no idea. Africa makes sense because people were traveling from Africa to China hey, all the hey, time. And at least he
0: time. cut off Misty's arm before he died.
1: Well, I knew that was
0: coming. <laughs> that's, his one contrib- that's Bakudo's contribution to the, <laughs> the MCU. He's given us a comic accurate Misty Knight. Yeah. I, f- I follow the the actress who plays her on uh on Twitter because she's from she's from Detroit yeah yeah and she was saying that like she get in an in interview she was like I was never she's like i've never had people so excited to get my arm cut off like, <laughs> for me to lose a limb because like, if you go like i heard mentions on Twitter it's literally just people asking you like oh when did you know like before Defenders came out like you're gonna lose your arm you're gonna lose your arm all that kind of stuff
1: yeah I mean well, and with a war war implies casualties on both sides so War uh, the casualties on the defender side? Stick, Misty's arm, <laughs> a wreck, couple random people. Oh, the Luke K- kid in Luke Cage and the dad maybe? that Jessica Jones was uh, investigating for. That's yeah. it. Like and maybe
2: Electra. We don't know.
1: Yeah, well, she's alive. So who somewhere. knows? Uh, but the the one thing I wanted about that is like they didn't attack the police station. You kidding me? Like, you, they couldn't have had one rogue cop in there that they Man. hired or something. And then, like, no one had to die. Maybe Foggy got yeah, shot or Karen, supposed got, to, like, Karen, like, Karen got the shot. The was supposed to
0: have, like, infiltrated, like, everything. everything. And I was remember in Daredevil Season 1 where, like, all the, like, dirty cops and dirty politicians, everyone connected to Wilson Fisk, like, gets arrested at that one yeah. point. Like there was never a scene like that where it's like oh my god that hot dog salesman was a part of the hand and like I would have liked the scene like showing just like how deep they were invested in New York like Mm -hmm. oh these business people were part of the hand and these cops and oh you know that um I'm trying to think of like oh wow you know the garbage man over there he was a part of the hand (laughs) he been watching me
1: the entire time
2: yeah well I wish they would have done that with I wish they would have done more with the uh, the people at the police station like they got once, once everyone started showing up at the police station um, to be put into protective custody, I'm like, oh, great. So we got B-Story with, like, Misty and the gang being the guy at the computer. Alright. What's that? They're gonna do nothing. They're just gonna sit and just talk to each other? Absolutely nothing. Yeah. And then I was, I was talking to my buddy Scott about how I would love it if they did, if they rebooted Powerless, like the failed NBC uh, DC show. I forgot about that. Yeah, I watched all of the episodes that were aired before it got canceled. Um, but I wish they were to reboot Powerless, but with all of those non super powered characters. You Except got for Claire, Karen. Misty, Malcolm, um, and uh,
1: Karen, and no, no, everyone no else. To leave Karen out of it. Karen <laughs> annoys me so much. And then no. So, yeah, I, I know I, like some of the top comments that I've seen or the most populous comments I've seen with the people who are like, oh, they're going to do born again for Daredevil season three is like, I'm here for Karen as a prostitute. I'm like, dog, you people are so messed up. <laughs> like, why do you want to see her so broken on hard times that she becomes a prostitute and she, prostitute and she sells out Daredevil for heroin? Oh man, I think that I think that might be
2: because remember that's her. She has like some kind of dark backstory. I think that might be what they show up in uh, in season three.
1: Yeah. So I mean, they could have did more with the villains. I still wish the hand was more of a criminal syndicate because that would have made more sense for what they were trying to do. Um, yeah. So then it, and I don't get. Because it's an eight-episode season, I don't get how you had a good plot for your first four episodes and then such a poor one for your last four. And Luke Cage, he had a great first six and then a poor last six. Like, I'm, I'm not getting it. Iron Fist was just all bad. But, you know. <laughs> well, uh, I think... I uh, oh, really the think one thing that, okay. about the season finale was I didn't really like the fight but the fact I can't remember what the song was but when they were uh fighting to that that was pretty cool like that felt like that's what it should have been but then again it was cut dramatically and it was dark and the fight wasn't all that great. Is
0: that Daredevil? Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, Seriously because
2: I feel like what they did with that last fight I really think that Marvel either they just don't know there are other options for how to end series um, but like the big fight and then the death fake out, like, what? Like I don't know, like why they continue to do that. And I felt like the one thing that was missing, especially from that last fight, is like more Daredevil doing. Like I wanted them to work together as a team, like what they did in Avengers. Like Daredevil is basically pun intended eyes and ears, where he's mm-hmm. just like, hey, on like. Um, Jessica on your left, or, like, he's, like, calling out positions for, like, yeah. people. And then Jessica's, like, hey, Luke, heads up. And then she's, like, throwing people to him. He's, and like, he, bouncing people. Yeah. That, yeah, like, something oh.
0: like that, yeah. Like, if she that threw someone to Luke, you know, hit them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see you. I definitely see what you're saying. No, I mean, because the thing about, I, like, I came across, I, when I finished Defenders, I was, like, I liked it, but I don't think it was a show I would definitely, like, rush to rewatch. Like, I would, I may rewatch certain scenes. Like a yeah. midland circle fight, but I don't see it as a show that I would rewatch. Versus like I'd rewatch Daredevil seasons one and two. Mm-hmm. I'd rewatch Jessica Jones. I'd rewatch
1: the first six episodes of Luke Cage. Cage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would have liked a Punisher cameo, sort of like how he was at the end of Daredevil season two. That would have been great. But also, Punisher still holds the best hallway scene of uh, the MCU. <sighs> oh my gosh you, know, you
0: like, could I... have had like the hand try to invade the police station while the other defenders were away and then yeah. the Punisher shows up yeah, and just... just kills everyone
1: yeah that would have been great and then yeah. Karen would have been Frank then uh, when Daredevil gets back he'd be like damn it Frank
0: and <laughs> John Bernthal he just get they, get they just give him his check and he's just like alright I'll see you guys in like a few months yeah but um, we can move on. So th- there's a couple more things on our list because I know we're definitely we're well over an hour now. So I want to talk about uh Sonic Mania. And I know Ricky, you had a, you I've seen you on Twitter. you were pretty, you've been pretty excited about this game. So you can lead this conversation and just uh talk about like what Sonic Mania is and why there's so much uh, excitement about it.
1: Yeah, because he gave me like a little spiel about it, but I mm-hmm. hadn't even heard of it till all right two an hour ago. So.
2: So check it. It's this guy. So this guy, he's just a guy who just loves games and stuff, and he basically made like his own version of Sonic, um, Mm -hmm. just because he can. And then Sega's like, "Hey, you want to make our mobile versions of Sonic?" Because his sixteen-bit graphics like were really smooth, Mm -hmm. and so he said, "Of course." And so then after that, it did really well, and they said, "Hey." Want to make a Sonic game for us, like an official, like so- like throwback sixteen bit Sonic game? He said, "Of course I do." And so that's what he did. Sonic Mania is a combination of the original Sega Genesis like console version of Sonic, mm-hmm. while also adding in completely new levels and different mechanics with Sonic. So they have like new bonus levels that you can play uh, if you have enough rings at the checkpoint, and new bosses. Oh, man, the bosses are amazing. And it's just... It's fantastic. It's like, if you ever played Sonic back in the day, it's like the ultimate... It's like a... I want to say, like, Sonic 4 or 5 for um, the Sega Genesis because it feels like such a solid, like, new, old
0: game. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, all the... I mean, it literally feels like you're playing a game on the Genesis, but it's better because they... They take the stages that people like, and they remix them, and they add things, as well as just, like, brand new stages made from the ground up. You can be Sonic, Tails, or Knuckles from the Mm get-go. You, um, same deal, you know, you go on the special stages, you can get the Chaos Emeralds, and, uh, be Super Sonic, the secret boss. Um, they have some great, uh, extra modes, too, if you, once you collect, uh, you do the Blue Spears levels, which I'm still bad at after all these years. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They have um one mode that's called like Ann Knuckles mode, where you can play as any other character, any any of the other characters, and Knuckles will follow you much like Tails does, even if you're playing as Knuckles. Yeah. So it's like Knuckles and Knuckles mode, which I guess, <laughs> I guess that was like a meme within the Sonic fandom. So you can play through the entire game, including like secret ending, secret boss, with just two Knuckles like the entire time.
1: That's hilarious. Can you be Silver?
0: No, not it's all classic.
1: I'm, I'm not with it. No, Silver's <laughs> is the only reason why Silver uh, I like Silver is because everybody's like Sonic and Shadow. I'm like, I love the both of them, but I'm here for Silver. You know, Time Traveler. You know, reminds me of
0: True. He He's a cool character in a really crappy game, which yeah. I just hurt. Which just hurt him. But yeah, I mean, but you even got, there's a debug mode. So, um like, you can, you can pretty much, like, hack. You know, it's pretty much like playing a hack version mm-hmm. okay. of the game. And then there's, um,. There, there. So there was like a, there's like a, there was like a Tetris-based uh, spin-off called like um, Doctor Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. It was mm-hmm. like a real old game for the Genesis, and one of the bosses in the game is you actually have to play Mean Bean Machine against Doctor Robotnik as like the boss for that stage, mm-hmm. and then you can unlock it as a standalone like mini game in the game. So there's a, there and there's um there's competition mode. So if you have a friend, you can uh. You can race. You can speed run a stage faster. So there's um, Oh,
1: you know you can play locally with a friend. Wow, oh, this is novel concept that <laughs> games I know. are taking away now. Like, I know. Yeah, we want you to buy two versions of this game. <sighs> you greedy sons.
0: Yeah, so there's there's just a lot inside Mania that was fun, and some people are hailing it as like the best Sonic game in 20 years. Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. I like. There are there are plenty of the Sonic games I think that were good. Okay, I like the Sonic Advance games. I still like the yeah, Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. I haven't played in a while, so I don't know how well it aged. it's aged, if but I, I had mean... It.
2: Like a fine, fine wine.
0: Yeah, I still yeah. enjoy it, you know, so, but... Well, it's the...
2: Here's the thing, and this is the problem, like, basically, this is Sonic following the Super Mario model, which is, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's classic Sonic. It's just, like, it's a 2D platformer where it's all it's a game built on rhythm it's all about it's not just about running fast but it's about like finding the ebbs and flow of this massive map and it's the same that's the same, that's the same thing with uh super mario like the super mario games are just like okay great so we'll, we'll occasionally throw sonic into like the 3d space um or if i said sonic i meant mario we'll occasionally throw mario into like the 3d space but like for the super mario games like to get like kids to play a video game it's a side-scrolling platformer mm-hmm. and so like that's what this game is and it, it it's just a complete throwback and i think that we i think we need both because like you know you have like the mario galaxies that are like a little bit more open worldy yeah um sunshine are galaxies, fun. that
0: kind of stuff yeah right yeah. and you
2: have those things but then you also still have like the super mario brothers games and so i think this is like the hopefully the beginning of what sega knows how to do with playing Sonic. Don't always bring him into that 3D world. He doesn't always need it. Unless it's something that's going to be more or less an event game. Like, uh, you know, Sonic Adventure 2. Like, I think it's still, like, one of the best Sonic games out there. And then... like Or Sonic Heroes. Like, you you can have those games just, like, add in new mechanics to make it feel... Familiar, but also familiar, new. But also and so that's that's why I, I think nice, that they need I to, continue, nice, to nice. continue to do... You, I think you
1: need both. Yeah, because they started doing too much with some of their other games. Like, yeah, like that Sonic Werewolf game. Like the werewolf, Sonic the Lost guy, yeah. Or, or things the same, like that. Yeah, no was, werewolf, yeah. Like, no, you're taking away from what made the games great, even when you had, you know, just... Sonic side scrolling games You know it was just like him Versus Dr. Robotnik and it was All this complex stuff it Well was part him. of it
0: too is that like every single Sonic game pretty much had like A different play style and would do something right. different And it was like there was nothing like As opposed to Mario where There's there's always like even There's always a basic base to the style of Mario Games whether it be 2D, 3D There's a spin off you know, Paper Mario that kind of stuff, Mario mm-hmm. Kart There's always That's a base Mario. of what those games should be and they just add to it and i definitely feel like sonic needs like, like so- sonic mania i think is a great like base game and if they ever do like a sonic mania 2 do the same thing you know add some more levels you know different levels maybe give them a new power up every once in a while don't make it a central part of the game but they just tweak it and do some different stuff and that's fine and if they're going to experiment with 3d sonic i think for 3d sonic they need to make, like, a basic 3D game that just, like, works, you know? Mm-hmm. It has a simple story, you know, simple, like... Simple, like, play styles and it works. And then just see how it does and then just add little things to it. But, right. like, every game does not need to have, like, a massively different gameplay style and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Because yeah. the thing about Sonic Mania was that, like, if you have played the Sonics on the Genesis, it is literally, like, that. you're literally back at home, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> so, yeah, I definitely... I know, ricky i definitely agree with everything uh you said about that so um there's uh one more topic on here now ricky you do have you do you have experience with the dragon ball franchise at all
2: oh yeah no dragon ball z and dragon ball like i remember my sister and i back in the day we would go back and like find the vhs's for dragon ball and we were like hipsters at that time (laughs) he's just like oh dragon ball z is so cool he's like "Mm, i prefer dragon ball when goku was a kid and he actually learned everything like like we were og uh dragon ball fans yeah
1: so 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 my uh history with dragon ball z is uh my older brother watched it and loved it uh my oldest brother hated it. he was like they lose every episode they're the loser squad he still calls them that to this day so i would watch it with my older brother and we were watching the um tree of might movie
2: and
1: (laughs) I think I was four and so I'm watching it and I'm loving it and my mom walks in and she sees Gohan transform into a great ape she (sighs) loses it she was just like why are you watching this (laughs) so I get banned from watching Dragon Ball Z until I was ten but then here's the thing I could play all the video games I could play Budokai and Budokai Tenkaichi so I knew the story so by the time yeah. I turned 10, and when I turned 10, uh, Dragon Ball Z, its first, uh, like, finishing the run through was ending. I, I caught the last two episodes, so I saw, like, Goku Jr., like, Vegeta, G- no, wait, no, that was GT. Um,
0: you talking about the ending of Dragon Ball Z?
1: Yeah, I with, saw. With uh,
0: Pan and uh, the tournament, he leaves yeah, he leaves with oob, yeah.
1: Yeah, I saw I that, know that part. I know my Dragon Ball dog. And I was just like, that's it? <laughs> <laughs> what is this and then I discovered Dragon Ball and all that but uh, I love Dragon Ball Z Abridged by Team Four Star yes. that is so funny and I'm here for it and I love it so much I really want them I was watching one of their streams and they were talking about how when they get the kid boo they want his like you know him to still be you know just saying random things but his inner monologue to be like this deep voice and I'm like hey let me do that for you. So
0: <laughs> no, I've, right. I've seen. Uh, I've been to conventions with uh, Team Four Star. They're uh, they're pretty awesome guys. I like how they got their voices in the Xenoverse games and that kind yeah. of stuff for the Create Your Own Character. But um, today I want to talk about. So, Ricky, if you're not familiar, Dragon Ball Super is like the continuation of the Dragon Ball Z story. It takes place like after Dragon Ball Z, and uh, they're pretty much. I don't know if they're retconning GT or they're just ignoring it for now, but so, it takes yeah. place before any of that stuff could happen so if it that, ever did.
1: Yeah, so there's there's a theory out there that what's going to happen is, like, everything in Super is going to happen, and then one of the new characters that they introduce is, like, going to go back in time and, like, wipe everything out. And I'm like, if you do that, I hate you. <laughs> this is like, don't make GT canon. Like, as, much, as uh, much love as I have for GT just because of what it was... You know, like with some of the really cool things they did. Some of the really terrible things they did. Outweighed I like that. Super Saiyan like, 4. Yeah, Super Saiyan 4 was cool. Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta. The Dark Dragon saga was cool. Um, Baby was cool. But, uh, like, some of their filler episode and some of the silly things they did. was. Just like, was
0: annoying. And they didn't, they didn't spend enough time with the characters that people like.
1: Also, Trunks was a wimp.
0: Well, yeah, he was. Yeah. Adult Kid Trunks. Yeah, and then Gohan
1: is always a a wimp in the future.
0: Yeah, so I want to talk about Super for a little bit. So right now what's going on in Super is that, like... So in the newer Dragon Ball, like, movies, they've introduced this idea that, like, there are multiple... There's a multiverse within Dragon Ball, and there's 12 different universes.
1: 13. 13. No, 12. It's 12. I thought it was 13 because it's six and seven pair up. Each one has a pair
0: on, the I'll numbers play. equal thirteen, but there's twelve. Okay, universes. there, yeah, the numbers. So there's twelve there, universes, there. and they introduce like this God of all of the universes, and he decides that he wants to see a tournament between the best fighters from each universe, and the only and all the universes that lose get destroyed.
1: But so, then they're. Like there are four universes that there's are four like, that get like
0: there's four universes that get like exempt they get like get a pass they get, like a pass, they get like, exempt
1: their mortal like power levels are strong enough and they they don't have to be in it because apparently the whole reason was like they were gonna wipe out the universes anyway but this just gives one universe a chance
0: so pretty much this is the idea that they took they take like the top best fighter Goku and like his the nine best people he can find from his universe have to be in like this battle royale between these other, between these other universes. So it's pretty much, I mean, it's pretty much just been like a free-for-all style fight between just a billion different characters for the past, what, like...
1: 10, 12 episodes. I'm already tired of it. Yeah.
0: (laughs) It's just like, I'm like, is this ever going to end? So uh, I want to talk about that for...
1: Yeah, because during it, Goku's going to get a new transformation... And so he's not getting any new colors. It's gonna be like his black hair and Super Saiyan style, um, and his aura is white. His eyes are silver. We've seen um, a screenshot of. We haven't yeah.
0: seen it in action yet, though.
1: Yeah. So they they released the um they released it like you saw his back, and then they actually showed you his front like a couple weeks ago. It got released in uh, Shonen Jump, but it's. Like, there are people that... So, one of the things is... Did you see Battle of the Gods? Yes. So, you saw... You met Beerus, and he's a god of destruction. You met Whis, we- who's his teacher, who is consider- who is technically an angel. Mm-hmm. So, That's what he's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah so like- they fleshed out that lore. So, each universe has a god of destruction. And then, each angel has... Uh, or, each uh, god of destruction has an angel, has a Wee figure. And then, the god of everything, the Omni-King... Has his grand priest is the father of all the angels. So there's a theory out there that there's going to be like the angels are evil because when the first universe got wiped out, the um angel of that universe he didn't get wiped out, he stayed, he stays alive. All the angels stay alive. The angels
0: get to live, but everyone right. else, the gods' destructions die, and the entire like anyone, the entire universe is yes. just wiped out, like just like gone. Yeah, and two huh. universes have uh, disappeared so far
1: Right, so when the first one Got wiped out The angel smiled He's like
0: smiling as like his entire universe Is gone, so there, there's a theory that like Somehow these angels are Manipulating like God Like the Omni King Into just getting these universes destroyed
1: But I'm like that doesn't really make much sense Because he's stronger than all of them So then he can just wipe them out If they try to I just, yeah
0: I but Who knows
1: then, Yeah And so then But when the second universe Got wiped out That angel was sad So it's just like Maybe that angel Was just the dick
0: And we're gonna try To <laughs> minimize we're, we're, try, we're gonna try To minimize spoilers But universes Do get destroyed You know No one There hasn't been Any like huge Like crazy Like deaths Or anything Like that But that's that's the premise of what's going on with Dragon Ball right now. I'm and waiting
1: for my Vegeta centric episode and for Vegeta to get his due.
0: Oh, we didn't even tell him. We didn't tell him the team lineup for. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the team lineup for like, Goku's universe it's Goku, Vegeta, androids um, 18 and 17. So, 17 comes back. Oh, word? Yeah. Piccolo, Master Roshi, Krillin, and. Tien. Tien. And, Tien. and Gohan. And. And Frieza.
1: Oh, and Frieza. And
0: Frieza's, like, the one... Like, pretty much they get to a point where they want they try to get Majin Buu to be the last member on the team. But Majin Buu is sleeping, and they can't wake him up. So, Goku decides to um, convince... Uh, whoever's in charge of, like, hell or whatever.
1: Yeah, so they got Baba they, to give him yeah. the day pass. They, gave, they gave Frieza Goku. the
0: one day pass that Goku had in Dragon Ball Z so that they could have their last person on the team. And it's yeah. like... Who thinks this is a good idea?
1: Right, like, so one one plus is Mystic Gohan is back. Gohan is back and he's strong and I'm...
0: He's so like, fortunate. yeah, Gohan's like full power.
1: Yeah, and then the other thing is, um, yeah, with Frieza, like, everybody, like, loves Frieza. Cell was always my favorite villain. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think you were telling me this, Chris, they didn't want to bring him back because Cell is such a pain to draw and anime. They
0: didn't want to bring Cell back because he's a pain to draw and animate because all the spots...
1: Right, and I'm just like, you know what? Give him a new transformation like he gave Frieza that gets rid of the spots. You know, like, Cell... And honestly, Cell had the most potential. Like, they retconned it and said Frieza was, you know, never trained, so that's why he, you know, got a strong... But well, I'm like they,
0: they brought Frieza. Frieza's back because Frieza's a fan favorite.
1: Right, but Cell... Cell's honestly the one that could be the strongest out of all of them because he has Saiyan biology, so coming back from the dead, he'd get stronger. He has... Uh, Frieza's biology. He never trained, so, you know, he just absorbed people, and then does he got he absorbed Goku and GT and got a huge power-up, so imagine if he absorbed other people, because he didn't try after he was perfect, so.
0: Yeah, I just... Yeah, so, that's um that's the idea of what's going on in Dragon Ball right now. I, I recommend, if you're not watching Super, check it out. A lot of the beginning episodes are sort of like a... They expand on some of the stuff that happened in Battle of Gods and, like, Resurrection F, which is a movie where, like, Frieza came back and he was gold. But, um, I mean, if you use, like, Crunchyroll or whatever, you can honestly skip those earlier episodes. You know, go on Wikipedia, decide where you want to be, and, you know, skip some of those earlier episodes. Because it is, it's a ride. And I, the thing I enjoy about Super, I think that, I think the reason, you know, because Super has its problems, like, power level inconsistencies and whatnot. always has. But I think what's, what's helped Super be different than GT is that Super gives time for a lot of the side characters in the Dragon Ball franchise, you know, Gohan, Piccolo, Krillin, people like that. They get a lot of attention because in GT, they didn't really. You spend a lot of time with Pan, you spend a lot of time with uh, adult kid trunks, and not a lot of time with the characters from the Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z that people really like. So I think that's one thing Super does well. You know, Vegeta gets a decent amount of spotlight. You know, a lot of the characters the people have like, you know, from back in the day do get time to shine and they get to be relevant and do things.
1: Yeah. And then I would just say, um, actually, I have been reading the Dragon Ball Super manga and I would say actually read that above watching the show because okay. some of the changes they made to the story. And I feel like they're doing that since they have more time and they've changed some things. Like, I feel like the manga is telling it better than the tv show and some of the things that are like oh okay this was sort of dumb how this ended like oh this is a lot better like i I was rereading manga manga's always
0: quicker i would say maybe reread maybe read the manga get the basic idea and if you want to see a specific part like animated or see what it looked like just go you know i don't know i have no idea how you if you watch anime or how you watch anime but i mean i have crunchyroll so oh
2: yeah super easy I've been out of the game for a minute. Uh, I used to... I think the last series I watched actively was Bleach. Um, okay. And then, and then oh, I, and then dude, I no, Don't get me last... started on Bleach. <laughs> no, because... Well, well, I watched Bleach, and then I started reading... Because um, I just needed more Bleach in my life, so I read the manga, and I was just so far ahead of what they were in anime, and then they had that weird filler season, and then, uh, like, after... <laughs> Like, he's like, yeah, yeah, so I, I, I don't have my abilities anymore. Oh, wait, I, I guess I do again. I'm just like, ah, I think I'm out. <laughs> I think Dragon
1: I... Ball Z, withstanding my favorite manga and anime, is Rurouni Kenshin.
2: Oh, That's a classic. yeah, absolutely. absolutely.
1: Love that. that was the first one I read that I wasn't introduced to. Like, you know, I was introduced to One Piece and Naruto, but I just mm-hmm. found Rurouni Kenshin. I, I watched it on TV. Like, it was on Toonami, and I was like, oh, this dude's fighting with swords? It's cool. And then I was like, <sighs> then I just fell over. My favorite anime, falls.
0: it changes every week, you know. I like Attack on Titan. Um, there's one called My Hero Academia, which is yeah, really good. That is Have good. you started watching it? I've started reading it. Reading it? My Hero Academia, it's like a... It's pretty much like the anime take on like the superhero genre. It's essentially like a superhero high school. So, if you ever watch, like, you're big in Disney, you've seen, like, Sky High.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. That's like, classic. Yeah, there, there's an anime manga franchise called My Hair Academia that's, like, the anime version of Sky High. What was the black Like, the Disney idea is, is pretty good. What?
1: What was the black Disney <laughs> superhero movie?
0: I have no idea. Uh, oh, I know what you're talking about the with the Up Up in the Way.
1: Yes. I love that movie. That movie is a classic. I'm so mad, though, that aluminum foil was there. Because yeah, every black household has aluminum foil.
0: Yeah. one, thing one we didn't, if
2: not many drawers.
0: Yes. Yeah, because one thing we didn't, we definitely didn't touch, because I think we're, we're over an hour and a half, so I think we're going to wrap up pretty soon. One, one thing we definitely didn't touch that maybe we can at some point in the future is that, like, Ricky, I know you're pretty big into Disney, aren't you? Yeah. I've oh, seen... Ricky has yeah, a lot baby. of Disney-based videos. Maybe we can get them on another podcast at some point we can have a more disney themed podcast
1: did you see my animated disney movie bracket that i did a few months back
0: what was it i
1: did it on facebook i did a march madness style bracket for animated disney movies yes and i would did it based on votes and so i had people like nominate movies and i'm like all right light for the nominations then i seeded it and so i did uh 30 i think i did 32 Teams and it got all the way down. So it was, it was, I love doing that. I wow. did an overall one. Lion King. Lion King. Okay. It was Lion King versus Aladdin in the uh, finals. Yep. Yeah, the final four were Lion King versus Mulan and Aladdin versus
0: Hercules. Okay. Mm. All right. And um, with that, I think we're going to wrap up the uh, podcast for today. Um, Ricky, uh, where can they find you?
2: Uh, you can find me online at in most places at stew Dippin, that's s-t-e-w-d-i-p-p-i-n uh especially on youtube that's where i like to post my videos and if you don't don't want to see me at all but just hear me uh you can find me at the flashback flicks retro movie podcast available on itunes and soundcloud or wherever else rss feeds go for retro
0: movie night Alrighty, and um, yeah, with that, uh, I'm your host, Chris.
1: I'm your co-host, Chris.
0: And um, yeah, it's been the Two Black, Two Nerdy Podcast, and we'll see you all again.
1: Yeah, next time we'll figure out which number it actually is. That two-part yeah. just screwed Yeah, and Ricky,
0: up. May- maybe we'll bring you back from uh, so for some uh, Disney talks. Yeah. yeah. Somewhere down the line. Yeah, I know, I know you super into that. So yeah, um, goodbye, everybody. We'll see you later.